This is a HeadGum Podcast. Shout out to Claritin for sponsoring this episode and providing us with samples. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but if you are, allergies can wreck almost anything when they're happening. I have allergies all the time in like the spring, you know, whenever there's allergies around and I use this, you should also use it too. It's as simple as that. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and, that's right, and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those things I just said, it's like a cocktail for the worst thing you can imagine, but not being able to breathe or that I'll get that thing where I go to sleep and then I wake up and I can breathe through one side of my face, but not the other. It's one of the worst feelings. And then when you blow your nose, you just can't because it feels like something's going to explode in there. That's where Claritin D is going to come in and help. So if you are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast where we fantasy draft anything and everything from the world of pop culture. On today's episode, we're drafting fictional doctors. Our guest today is a wonderful stand-up comedian, a podcaster, our dear friend, Ryan Sickler. I'm your host, Ian Carmel, and with me as always are my dear friends, Sean Jordan and David Borey, also very talented stand-up comedians in their own right, and beautiful men wearing baseball hats the two ways you can. Let's get into it. Welcome to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything, where February continues. Our month of brand new guests. Yeah, dude. Ryan, you can talk whenever. Okay. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank <laughs> Thank you for doing, Playboy? Yeah. This is this is sick, man. I'm excited. It's, yeah. Thank you. This rules. Dude, the, the podcast we ever did was in a hotel room. And uh, was it the Bridgetown Festival? I think it was, wasn't no, it? No, you guys were here for funny over oh. everything. And yeah. um, yeah, it was you and Larson. And Jay was, I didn't, I'd never met either one of you. And Jay just starts ironing his shirt in the room. And I was like, no way. He did not. And then he just laid on the bed and we did the crab feast. <laughs> Got an iron, man. I still don't know how to do it. You don't know how to iron? You don't know how to iron? Every wedding we go to, Laura, she like teaches me. She reteaches me every time. And I still am like, I'm going to burn it if I do it. Your hey, wedding was the last time, Ian. I was like, you got to do burn it. it. You can't burn it, man. You got <laughs> yeah, to yeah. <laughs> burn it, man. You got to make yeah, it. I think you can burn it. Burn. You've How never burned your it. iron, bro. You just got like a hot piece of iron. <laughs> he has a piece of basalt that he heats up <laughs> on a stovetop. Same thing I used to sharpen my knives with before I go hunt. I just heat up a well, pumice stone. You know, it might be a good, like, you're looking for these things to watch while you're walking on the treadmill, right? Yeah. It might be good to just queue up. And, like, I'm saying this for myself, too, because there's I have a ton of blind spots, just like, Things that adults do that I just have not figured out how to do yet. There's got to be YouTube videos for ironing. I, there's def- <laughs> I learned how to tie a tie off of YouTube. Yeah, definitely. Same here. I learned, I learned how to tie the double Windsor, the Cadillac of knots off yes. of YouTube. Nobody else taught me. You don't even need parents anymore. Just go to YouTube. <laughs> uh-uh. You can completely parent yourself. Now, I know how to iron, but I'm sure there's things I don't know how to do. I don't, that was unnecessary. 
The stain, I'm just saying, I want for, <laughs> for the listeners to know, if you come up to me with some wrinkled pants, I'll send you home with some more, uh, with a nice crease. I also know how to iron. It's not, it's really easy, Sean. It's so easy. Yeah. All right. Can you do laundry? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's harder to do than ironing is why I'm asking yeah. that question. Sean. Yes, sir. Do you know how to fold a piece of paper? Yeah. You can iron, bro. <laughs> yeah, there it is. You can up. Yeah, I can fold paper. You just crumple it up, right? Get it as small no, as it goes, crumbling. put it in your pocket. That's crumbling. I said fold. <laughs> I'm, fold. I'm not condescending to you about this ironing thing because the stain game is a complete mystery to me. If you, I don't know what to do with stains, which way to handle them. I have no idea. how. I'd just throw a T-shirt out. Yeah. Because I don't know what to do with it. That's oxy. Throw oxy ten on that. I have a kid. We all have kids. You don't get stains out. Don't that, does everybody on here? I don't have a kid. No, no David and I don't have. I'm kids. the only one. But I do have dish soap and an immediate <laughs> want for there to not and be hot a stain water. in my shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have high blood pressure, which I feel like is kind of like having a kid. <laughs> yeah, dog. It's gonna. <laughs> you, you need to take care of it. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing I gotta think about every day. You know, keep an eye on it there. Uh, that one of the guys with a kid here, Sean S. Jordan on Twitter, Sean Cougar Melon Jordan on Instagram. Sean, yep. where can this is going to be coming out? The twenty second. There he is. Well, come see me tomorrow at the Comedy Slash Bar in Seattle with Ian, and then in New Orleans, March eighth and ninth. Boise, we're doing a live AFE March twenty third. Also, the special is done. We have it all done. It's finalized. All the artworks, everything is done. It's going to be coming out. Uh, Mid-March, we don't have an exact date yet, but uh, I'm going to be making a separate Patreon page for that. I'm going to put a bunch of free content on that page, and then you know the special will be there and details to follow, but uh, I'll get that link out. I'll try to get it out this week. And again, I'm going to put out some free content. I have some ideas that I'm going to throw out there, kind of not releasing them yet, but uh, it'll be fun. All of it's going to be good. And uh, if you sign up there, then uh, yeah, you'll be the first to get notifications and everything. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I worked super hard on it. Laura produced the whole thing. She directed the whole thing. Uh, she did everything. It's all about her and Maxine. So I'm very proud of it. I worked really, really, really hard on it. And I'm excited for everyone to get the chance to see it. Other than that, just be happy, smile, be cool. Fantastic. David Bory is here. Cool. <clears throat> Sorry, Cool Guy Jokes 87 on Instagram. I think I'm getting sick. Cool. Oh, take care of it. Nip it in the bud. <laughs> Flu game. I'm I'm hydrating like crazy. Get some echinacea. You believe in sickness, huh? All right. Ah, right, cool uh, guy jokes 87 on Instagram. Yeah, that's right. uh, watch uh, watch Royal Crackers coming out May or Mar, uh, February 29th on Adult Swim, and then the next day on streaming on Max. And that's my big thing. Fantabulous. My name is Ian Carmel at Ian Carmel on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all those places. Uh, pre-order my book, T-Shirt Swim Club, 13 essays about uh, being fat that I wrote from a comedic angle. And then my little sister, a clinical psychologist, comes in from an actual knowing what she's talking about angle. I could draft her, but she's real. Uh, come see me tomorrow night in Seattle, Comedy Slash Bar with Sean Jordan. Uh, I will be at Sports Drink in New Orleans, March 8th and 9th, also with Sean Jordan. And then the next week at The Punchline in San Francisco, March 13th through the 16th. And then in Portland, Oregon, Revolution Hall, uh, recording my special to me. Tickets still available for The Late Show. And then, yeah, come see us at those other places that we've already talked about. Ryan Sickler is here, at Ryan Sickler on Twitter. Is it at Ryan Sickler on Instagram as well? Ross Platts, right? Ryan Sickler on all social media, ryansickler.com. Anywhere you need it. Where can people frequent your wares? Uh, come see me on the road. I'm actually going to be in uh, Winnipeg March 1st and 2nd. I'm in Omaha, Nebraska, March 29th and 30th. I'm in Columbus, Ohio, April 12th and 13th. Come fuck with us. Now, we are gathered here today to fantasy draft a topic chosen by our beloved all-family members on the Patreon. We put up a few options suggested by you, and then you voted on them, and you chose fictional doctors. Yeah. A, a topic I was uh, skeptical about at first and then dove in. Oh, there's a grip. A rich yeah, vein. so many. In yeah, Abundant bro. Valley. Yeah. Are you guys, do you guys, Sean Jordan, now I know you've seen every episode of Grey's Anatomy. I sure have. Cover to cover, baby. And there are some doctors in that show. 
So, <laughs> yeah, I got a list. It's not just janitors, man. It's that doctors and scrubs. My other, like one of my favorite shows of all time. So, I'm sitting pretty. You got a lot of you got a lot to draw from. Are you uh, Ryan David? Are you guys medical show fans? No, but enough. Okay. And there's like movies and books. Yeah, for and sure. Shit. But yeah, there was. I I didn't have. It wasn't too tough actually. The list. Yeah, it was easier than I thought as well. But I I, I went a couple deep cuts just because I felt like there would be some some overlap. And and Sean yeah. said one's off the board. It's off the board. So I'm trying to get all five of mine on this board. I feel yeah, it. I feel it. Yeah, dude. I got one deep cut that I can I can't even say with a straight face. It'll be fun. I'm excited. Oh, uh, if it's the same guy. <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Uh, no reason to delay any further. The way we determine the order of this draft is through a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors played between the three of you, and we throw on shoot. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh David, David unnatural wins. Unnatural victory. An unnatural victory. Flying in the face of God, a paper against two scissors. David, as the winner of Rock, Paper, Scissors, it is incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. But before you do that, I will remind you, it is a serpentine draft. And what is that? That's a great question. It's like playing Snake on the Nokia. I don't, I don't know if I've ever even said it before. You know that old sure Snake and Nokia? You, yeah, well, I might have said it 300 episodes ago, but That's what right. are we doing? That's all right. It's, uh, you know, back and forth, down a little bit each way, just like a snake, baby. Easy peasy. If you <laughs> pick fourth in the first round, you pick first in the second round. David, with that in mind, what will the order of today's fictional doctor's fantasy draft be? Uh, we're going to go Sickler first. Uh, I'll go second. Then we're going to go Ian and Sean. Just Holy, to fuck it up. Ooh. Holy just buckets. Just to fuck it up a little bit. Hot corner, oh, baby. I'm out here. I, I got like back-to-backs. I might go same show back-to-back. I feel like I'm eating microwave soup. I feel weird. <laughs> it's hot and cold. It's hot and cold right. at the same time. Well, I'm going first through fourth. Is that right? Uh, you're going first, first and fifth, fifth and first then and, first and eighth at uh, technically, and then ninth and then yeah, 11th and 12th, 12th and 13th or whatever. Picture yourself playing snake on your phone. If it <laughs> ends one, tail, tail to head. I got that's it. right. That's right. <laughs> and we're going to get to that bit. Well, f- before we do, I'm afraid we have to take an ex- extremely short, the shortest you've ever even conceived of break. We'll be right back. This episode of all fantasy, everything is brought to you by policy genius. Uh, now, something you can really do for your family this spring, something you want to do. Sure, you want to go get in shape. You want to learn how to do the splits. You know, you got to redo the bathroom. One thing you can do, <laughs> that's all me, by the way. I want to learn how to do the splits. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius uh, as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance just means that you have a peace of mind. So if something's going to happen to you, if it were to happen to you, your family can cover the expenses while getting back on their feet. That's what life insurance is for. And luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top life insurance companies and their team of licensed experts. They're on hand just to kind of talk you through it. So I have life insurance through no effort of my own. My wife did everything as she does, but I was sort of on the sidelines of the project. And it, it was such a hard thing she had to do. She had to go through and compare everything, find all the quotes herself. But it helps me sleep tremendously, especially now that we have a kid. Also, it's a bummer to talk about, but once you get it out of the way, you don't have to talk about it again. And that's where Policy Genius comes in. They make it the easiest and quickest possible situation you can have. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents, technology that makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers. Just a few clicks, you're going to find the lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams, which, you know, I've always wanted to avoid unnecessary medical exams. Nothing new for your boy. So if that sounds like something you're into, Policy Genius can get it done. They also work for you, not the insurers. That means they don't have uh, some sort of quota they got to meet. They're not hitting like bonus numbers or anything. They just want you to get the best quote possible and the best insurance for you. So they're out for you, not the insurance companies, which I'll let your boy. That's what we're looking for. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Wondery. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like Kid Nation, CBS is Weird, like Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town. 
sounds insane. Uh, to the Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Also sounds insane. On each episode of Wondry's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem, the women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. And we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything. We're here with Ryan Zickler. We're drafting fictional doctors. We're, we all look moisturized and handsome. Every single one of us in the prime of our lives. It is attractive. That's right. Ryan Zickler, what is your first pick? The first pick in the draft. All right. The first pick in the draft. Um, this is a deep cut. I'm a little older. And uh, I just actually had a conversation with his daughter at the comedy store the other night. I'm going with Chevy Chase from Fletch, Dr. Oh, yeah. Rhodes, and Penis. <laughs> I, that's what we're going with. Oh, that was my... Still think about it. He turns around and she's like, what's your name, sir? He's like, oh, Dr. Rosen Penis. I'm here to see that he just drops it right in there and it's beautiful. It's, it's just so... I, you know, I haven't seen Fletch in a minute, man. I keep... It's one of the movies where I'm like, I keep meaning that should be the treadmill jam for a minute. That could get me through two two and a half sessions for sure. Flesh? Yeah, it's his so daughter solid. Plays, yeah, I love uh, it. His daughter's name's Kaylee, and she plays piano at the comedy store. So I saw her the other night, and I just happened to ask her, like, look, I'm from Maryland, Chevy Chase, Maryland. Like, what the hell is the deal? And <laughs> I guess it was a real person from history that uh, his mom named him after. And when you guys with this, I was like, doctors, I was like, I love Fletch. I know he had a doctor in there and it's Dr. Rosenpeet. So his yep. real birth name is Chevy Chase. That's his real name. Oh, okay. I always wondered that too. Well, and then it you is. see like Chevy Chase in Glendale, Chevy Chase Boulevard or whatever. And you're like, if they named that after Chevy, because I didn't know. I've I, take I asked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because we got Bob Hope Airport. You know what yeah. I mean? There's like the yeah. Avenue of the Stars. You're like, it's not too. That, no, like, Glen he, he's number two. You could have seen Glendale getting over their skis, doing blow with Chevy Chase one night. The mayor of oh, Glendale, yeah. and he's like, sure. you know what? I'm going to fucking name a street after you, man. Because you're I mean, a fucking you... legend. You're a fucking legend. My friend. My friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> Just doing lines off a white BMW hood, man. Come on. Uh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. That is that is not the one that I was thinking that I couldn't say with a straight face, though. Okay. So, so I was worried. Okay. All yeah. Right. Did you guys see the Fletch? Uh, I did. Uh, not remake, but I guess like kind of a, the John Ham Fletch. The oh no! Story. It came out recently, right? Confess no, I didn't Fletch. see it. Yep. It's no. it's good. He's, is it? He's, yeah, he's doing it. I doing it justice is because it's one of the all time great roles, you know. But like, it's funny. It's worth watching. Okay. He's good. Um, excellent pick, Doctor Rosenpenis, off the board. Not gonna have any weight on me with all these treadmill joints I'm gonna be watching. Absolutely. Skinny as shit, Playboy. You're gonna love it. Your boy, John Hamm. And now it's time That's for your boy, got a photo. David Boris, first pick. Uh, I got to take, I'm talking, taking Dr. Benjamin Franklin Pierce. I'm taking Hawkeye from MASH. Oh, yeah. Had yeah. That Come on. Had that down. That's a great Yeah, one. He was the coolest guy. And then, like, he showed he cared when you really needed it. You know what I mean? He was always the voice of reason. But yeah. then he was like, man, he was in that war, bro. I used to watch MASH a lot on the before school. And then when I started skipping school during school, uh, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, Hawkeye, big, 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 big influence on my sensibilities. Love him. Love Alan Alda. Hawkeye from MASH. He's sa sassy but sweet. He was the only MASH guy I even thought about taking, too, is the funny thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was the, he was the one. Yeah, dude, I didn't, give MASH, I didn't give MASH enough of a chance when I was a kid. So I used to watch it on Nick at Night when I was like six or seven i didn't i didn't understand how buck it was like the you know the situation You're right 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 and then in my like probably my 30s i, I rewatched the whole shit and i was like oh damn <laughs> it's yeah real I mean, you think serious. about like clinger that's a man apart uh-huh you know what i'm saying that's like like there's just like a lot they're in a war you know i don't think hawkeye wasn't or uh alan alder wasn't pierce in the movie though it was donald sutherland, sutherland yeah right yeah in the movie yeah 
good. It's yeah. crazy. That's a Robert Altman movie, man. Wrote like Ring Lardner wrote it. It's that's crazy. And then they made like a TV, you know, big, flashy movie, and then all of a sudden they make a TV show on it. And it's even bigger. Yeah, the I finale. Still find myself like walking around randomly humming that goddamn song. Yeah, right? it's so good. You ever heard the lyrics? Well, yeah. I guess the, it's. What's the one that I'm thinking of? Like, suicide yeah. is, is, is painless. Fucking gnarly. I remember that because I didn't know that. I was like, it's kind of a catchy little joint. And then yeah. you hear the lyrics, you're like, oh. <laughs> it's nice. It's a little different. Finale yeah. of MASH, 106 million people watched it. That is insane. 60% of American households. Can you believe that shit? What do we get? Like 105 million downloads on it's this? 105, but now it's, but yes, we do, but it's later. It's, you know what I mean? It's a few years later. <laughs> years. <laughs> and no one's dying outside right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the Korean War, right? Yeah. No, it's Korean. Vietnam. Oh, it's Vietnam? Vietnam? I, thought, I always thought it was Vietnam. Oh, okay. It's Vietnam. That's maybe it, and maybe it was all long enough that it went into Korea. Ha, they yeah. doubled down. And it we don't need to dive into what dates those happened because I definitely know. So there's no reason to like, you know, see how long that was. <laughs> I know for sure. Oh, the movie, at least, is South Korea. Either way, a conflict you don't want to be involved in. Yeah, dude. Except on a Tuesday morning before school. As a yeah, you're just getting kid. ready if you got a <laughs> that big was test. A good, that was a <laughs> good time. Turn for the day at school with Matt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how John, else do you get through two a days? You got to fucking. I'm trying to find my hot lips. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, hot lips. <laughs> Isaac it is, is the Korean that, War. Is indeed the Korean War. Oh, it is. Okay. And, and Isaac is Korean. So, yeah. Yeah. Good job, Sean. Yeah, I'm out here. I saw him <laughs> I go mean, through his own Korean the War. war. The, he calls it the war, the, his own it Korean war, war. This last weekend, <laughs> it was a conflict in a uh, bag of Jack in the Box tacos. <laughs> <laughs> in the morning. I don't want to air you out, but please, yeah. please, by all means. The go next ahead. day, Isaac gets up. We all had a BB in Phoenix this weekend because we were doing shows at the uh, Shout Out Desert Ridge Improv. But um, Isaac gets up and he eats an egg roll from Jack in the Box the next morning. He's like, he goes, You can eat this? And I'm like, Not. Maybe 10 years ago, but not right now. I'm not I'm 29 years morning. old. My, my digestive system can handle it. Prime of his life. Yeah, handle it. I would have been a mess. Here's a, here's a perhaps a, uh, hot is the right word, a room temperature take. <laughs> but I think a next day egg roll from Jack in the Box or a taco only gets better. They're fine. That's only gets better. <laughs> I don't know. I can't go with you there, brother. Because the flavor seeps in more. It, that, I'll tell you, it gets it better. It getting worse. That's for sure. No. It's, none it's, of it molds. None of it does anything. No way. You could leave it You could leave it under a heat lamp for years, and it would be the same. I mean, exact I would same. beg to argue that if food doesn't mold, it's probably okay to eat. You know what I mean? Like, we should be eating shit that doesn't get bad. Why are uh, we? Yeah. Bad? I leave pizza on the counter, and my wife will... Like the next day, I'll go to take a bite, and she's like, "You can't do that." And I go, "If I know one thing, it's that you can eat pizza the next day on the counter." I've been doing it for at least thirty years, at minimum. Next day pizza is one of our true pleasures as a as a species. She's talking about the bacteria. I'm like, ah, maybe, but it's been what? all right. Who do you ever know who got sick off a of next day pizza one time? No one. Not a never person. one time ever. You know who you'd go see if you got sick off a of next day pizza though if i may oh look at this well <laughs> wrap it, wrap it i in. don't believe it's your pick yet i believe it's yeah, mine uh, oh you, wait is it you not got the oh, hockey you got the hot corner my friend david that's right fucking... Shisa. sorry i forgot Shisa. go on <laughs> uh, okay all right i'm gonna take the doctor of my childhood Somebody who's brought me more laughs than I think anyone else I'm going to get in this draft. I'm taking yeah. Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. saw him on there. Yeah, yeah. He, I was The Simpsons kid in a big way. Shaped my sense of humor, like, massively. And Dr. Nick was one of the funniest char characters on there. Had a catchphrase. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Nick, you know. <laughs> so, you knew it was Dr. <laughs> so you knew it was Dr. Nick when he showed up. Yeah, dude. We moved in. told my... you. My stepdad's house, he had, I got the attic for the room and he had to clear all his, all his stepdad stuff out of there. Like the stepdad stuff before your stepdad. And uh, so he Bud just light signs, all the playboys stacks as high as I was a playboys, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, VHS of the Simpsons and a TV. That was all I had up there. So that was when I watched the whole shit when I was like seventh grader. He's just so fucking funny. Like a, a doctor who got his degree in a strip mall. <laughs> he's the doctor when homer wants to like lose weight you know what i mean to get on disability like dr nick is the doctor who supervises him on the process you know like 
Instead of making sandwiches with bread, use Pop-Tarts. Instead of chewing gum, chew bacon. He's just fucking... I, just, I don't know, man. I just love it. He's looking at a woman Look, who's pregnant. I had a couple of those doctors last year. Yeah. You run into those yeah, doctors, Yeah, you had a rough man. go last year, right? I think that a few of those guys were in my unit. Yikes. <laughs> what happened? I would have took a Hawkeye, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye, Hawkeye would have got you straightened out real quick. Sickler, what happened? You were you were dealing with some bad doctors? Yeah, it's a long story, but the short, short version is I went in for a back surgery and then there was a complication. So they had me come back in. They they sew me back up and they tell me now you need to lay here. And I tell them that I have this blood disease that if I lay still for a long period of time, I'll clot and die because it's yeah. happened to me before where I almost died. Don't let me clot and die. And I laid there for a week and then my fucking lungs fully clotted. Um, pushed on my heart. My heart swelled up and I collapsed in the hospital. And God damn. I'm lucky to be alive. Oof. We're lucky. We're 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 Oof. lucky to have you. That's a that's fucking nuts, man. I spent almost the whole month of uh January last year in Cedar Sinai, which I've now called Cedar Sayonara. Fuck that. <laughs> January is the month to miss, though. I mean, if we're going to be honest, you know, <laughs> it was all rainy. Yeah. It was a good month. And my insurance just started. So it was a good month to have all that go down. Knock you know out the I, deductible in the first three yeah, days December, of the month. <laughs> Now you can get that calf surgery you want to, and it'll just be covered, baby. You got all, all the pockets done. Get you some know? boulders put in. Uh, Dr. Nick is my first pick. Sean Jordan. I mean, Dr. Meredith, great. Grey's Anatomy. Sure. I don't know if any... I know I'm the heaviest Grey's Anatomy regular on this show. Sickler, I don't know if you've ever... You ever dipped your feet in the bathtub? Yeah, I dabbled. <laughs> when COVID hit, I said... I was like, I've been wanting to watch this show for a decade at least. And then I was like, I'm going to watch... So we watched... The whole series in a year, all all of it. Uh, all now of we're them. caught up. The whole thing because we were going through IVF, and you know he couldn't do anything. So it's like we just sat there and watched Grey's Anatomy. It was fantastic. What's his whole? What's her whole thing? You know, she so she come her lineage. She comes from this amazing doctor. Her doctor or her mom. Um, God darn it, I can't remember her name, but it, whatever. Her mom's like this famous doctor. And what's fascinating about this show is there's famous surgeons. I couldn't name you a surgeon. I couldn't name you a real doctor uh, like. Dr. Kevorkian is about the only one I could name. But they're like... Mer- Famous know to who the Meredith world Gray is. or like amongst doctors? To the, to the country, for sure. And it goes oh, international. Wow. They go to Japan and stuff. Well, but there's, there's like, like Ben Carson, right? You know, you had like gifted hands like that. Like, I guess he would be a famous I don't doctor. know who that is. But oh, okay. so she'd be like eating at a restaurant or something and be like, that's Meredith Gray over there. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so she's just like a famous doctor who changes the whole game. And uh, yeah. Yeah, she. I mean, it's just the best. I love the show. I like medical dramas. I like romantic comedies. I like all that shit. I like lighthearted stuff. I like all the drama stuff. They just pack it all in. That's why it's been on the show for on the air for 18 Dude, years I, or some shit. I can't watch that stuff because I watch it. I'm like, I'm going to get that. Whatever that person has, I'm going to get that. Even if it's like t- tree trunk through torso disease, I'm like, I'm like, I'm catching that for sure. <laughs> or, I, or I think I have that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's. I got those she, symptoms. Yeah, she yeah. was itchy. <laughs> she was I don't tired. know, man. There was one time these two people came in impaled with the same telephone pole, and I'm like, okay, they make it pretty outlandish on great where you're like, yeah. all right, I ain't getting that. Do they fall in love? Because what oh, a great way they, to meet someone. Yeah, yeah. No, they, I mean the two impaled by a telephone pole. Oh, no, they have to choose. The old guy, one of them has to die, and the old guy hops on the grenade for her. So. Oh, damn. So it'll get you there, baby. You'll right. cry. Right. Uh, and then on the, uh, on the turnaround here, Go I'm going to go make it a little more lighthearted. I'm going to say Dr. Evil. Ah, oh, damn oh, it. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That's just, just perfect. For Absolutely sure. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. He was, I figured he was on some lists. So I wanted to get him in there early. One so of he the didn't. first impressions that everybody I know did. Oh, oh powerful. In, everybody had a doctor, had a Dr. Evil. <laughs> Is long oh, Halloween is costume for God. Yeah. You know you hit the zeitgeist. For mm-hmm. real. Pressing for up real. as you Halloween and doing it everywhere until people want to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how accurate it was. I don't want to like step on other picks, but like if you go into the universe that that's drawn from, it's pretty close to what I, I don't know, like Dr. Evil. You know, you know what I'm saying without saying it? But it's like 
pretty accurate to the oh, other movies, I'll say. From the from the Bond movie it might yeah. be pulling from? That's what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. And lo- pretty accurate to Lorne Michaels, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. We've uh, based yes. the uh, impression on. Yeah, that dude. dude had multiple. When those movies were coming out, catchphrases were like the main way people communicated with each other. Are kids still doing that? Are they like Fortnite? I guess Fortnite dances are their new, like, how about no? <laughs> Remember that one? He had B-sides going platinum. Dr. How about Reed. no was huge. Yeah. <laughs> His whole thing when he's talking about that the details of my life are quite inconsequential. Uh-huh. And then it just rattles off the most insane Rich, thing you've ever heard. Ritualistically shaved my testicles. <laughs> <laughs> a relentlessly self-improving boulangerie owner from Belgium. Who claimed uh, he invented the question mark. Question <laughs> mark. Uh, you made a good point earlier, Sean. Like 60% of the country watch MASH. I yeah. believe with everything going on today, with all the options from YouTube and Netflix and Amazon, you you name it, that if MASH was out today, I don't think 60% of the country would would watch that finale. So going back, like, if you remember old SNL, people don't even watch SNL these days. Young kids, some of them don't even know what the hell it is. But if you yeah. go back when you had the Dana Carveys and the Mike Myers, the, the character, they would make a moot church lady. Uh, even the dancing bobblehead guys got a moot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Now that character doesn't get its own scene anymore. Now that character wheels onto the news and they yeah. do character on the news and that's a chick true. by in mm-hmm. the uncle or the, whoever it is. And then they slide off. It's changed so much. Um, that character is no more, no longer celebrated like that. You know, true. Eddie Murphy with Mr. Robinson's neighbor and couldn't wait to see another one of those, you know, like, maybe Bill Hader never wanted to make a Stefan movie, but it's crazy that they never made a Stefan movie. Cause that would have right. been like, yep. a, Three movies, if that came out in the 90s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Uh, All right, time for my second pick. I'm going to literature, baby. I'm taking Dr. Victor Frankenstein. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doc Frank. I got him on speed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about him so often that like you actually do save months of your life by by shortening it to Doc Frank. Yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah. need to know what to pair with the steak when I'm out. So I just call Doc Frank and he lets me know what's going to be best for my heart when I'm out there. A man uh, who has been eclipsed by his own creation. You know, he's mm-hmm. out here running this whole he's actually Frankenstein's monster campaign commenting on you know what i mean on like youtube yeah. clips and tweet twitter and everything no, like a del curry situation yeah i right, right. i'm frankenstein he's my monster it's like all right buddy sorry but he did create it he brought life to a corpse an amalgamation of things sewn together and in the book he makes a monster who's brilliant that's oh, is the that thing. Right? in the movies yeah we get this lumbering oaf and in the book yeah. he's like Brilliant, a genius, athletic, like even even scary is not the right way. And then just doesn't know how to control himself and accidentally drown somebody. But it uh, is Del Curry. It's Del Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Tall, handsome, charismatic. We don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen with Steph yet. <laughs> and then Do- uh, Dr. Frankenstein gets a divorce. You know what I mean? Against all uh, all better advice. And his monster um, becomes the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Yeah, yeah. dude, it's And out then there. he makes a second monster who's pretty good, you know? Yeah, pretty yeah, good. I, yeah. You know, it's cool. He also he has a headband. Contributes. Went to Duke. Yeah. yeah like many right. monsters. <laughs> uh, played in Portland for a while. Played in Portland for a minute. Philly. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, he's my pick. He's it's, it's a great book. He's good in any medium. He's been in books, movies, TV shows, you know? The Monster Mash, dude. Anywhere you need him, Frankenstein can show up. Dude, Monster Squad? He's he's like the redeeming character in the movie Monster Squad. I don't know if you guys remember that, but they got like Wolfman, Merman, Dracula. Frankenstein's the one that saves the day. Well, or Frankenstein's you're, talking Frankenstein. Right? you're talking about Frankenstein. You're talking about Frankenstein. I mean, Frankenstein's I hate got his own cereal with Frankenberry. He's got Frankenstein. And again, guys, this is the monster you're talking about. <laughs> what I'm trying to do right now is highlight the doctor. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've all read the book, so we get it. Yeah. We get it. We yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read the box. Can't put books down. You know how it goes. I just want to want to shine a light on the doctor, Dr. Frankenstein's publicist. Guy, uh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, the monster. No, that's cool that the monster's up to all that stuff. Again, the doctor does have a new project. <laughs> yeah, but this is the doctor that we're talking about. He's the one here. 
<laughs> Dr. Frankenstein has invented a dog that can talk, but only insults you. So, you know, that's, that's pretty impressive. David, time for your second pick. Uh, my second pick, I'm going to have to go with, oh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. What? Hell yeah, dude. Do I know what he was a doctor of? No. <laughs> no. I mean. <laughs> Do I love him just the same? Yeah. Do I question his strange relationship with his neighbor, 15-year-old boy, Marty McFly? Whatever. It was a different time. It was a different time. He's fun. The hair is crazy. Kick it to 88, man. Doc Brown, all day. I loved it when he went back in time and he fell in love with that woman in the Old West. Yeah. He doesn't worry about distorting the timelines of the world. He just wants happiness, man. Doc yeah. Brown. Christopher Lloyd is a testament to the power of being old young. Because he looked right. old young and then has looked that same way up until now. Yeah, Even it's Even in smart. Taxi, he looked old and weathered. He yeah. looks old in Taxi for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks almost rougher in Taxi than he did in Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked better. He just yeah. had white hair. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's not a denim guy, I think, is what the issue is. Yeah. <laughs> Get that guy out of gene. Then you're looking up like, yeah, he's got to be dead by now, right? And you look him up and it's like, he's 68. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, uh, one of my first places I lived here in L.A., uh, he was right off of uh, Melrose. He lived in a house across the street and he had a stalker, this lady that would just sit on his front yard and shit. And they would always have to call the cops and she would not leave the poor dude alone. I just remember that's how I knew where he lived because they wouldn't <laughs> Imagine of all the people you could pick to stop. Right. <laughs> you, saw, you saw Back to the Future and you were like, that's my guy. Yeah, <laughs> Move over, Marty McFly and all the other. Not Leah Thompson, not no. Michael J. Fox, not Crispin Glover. He was like, Chris, she was like Christopher Lloyd. I'm gonna get right. my I'm gonna get my fucks capacitor on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell this yeah. is a woman good. who sets realistic goals for herself. She's like, yeah. that's something I can accomplish. <laughs> I, I almost said good for her. That's maybe not how I feel, but <laughs> no, but <laughs> complicated, you know? The spirits, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Doc Brown, man. Good pick. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. A huge one for me, you know, just people-pleasing. And it's, you say it like it's a bad thing. It's just something that you need to get under control. All of these stressors, you know, you keep them bottled up. It starts to affect you negatively. Everybody. You don't have to feel weird if this stuff affects you. It affects everybody. And there's people, again, myself included, who walk around trying to front like it doesn't, but it does. It always does. It always has. And therapy is a safe place to just get things off your chest. You to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down, all those problems. Even if you just want to vent or kvetch about somebody, go to therapy, get them new ears on it. You know what I'm talking about? Get it somebody who they're going to leak it to. They're not going to tell your homies. Go let them know. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, how to do all those things that make you be a better you. As hokey as that sounds, that is what we are all going for. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. All right? Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and it's also suited to your schedule, all right? You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. You switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you don't like the cut of your therapist's jib, as it were, go on and switch. BetterHelp has got your back. They want it to work just like you do. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash allfantasy today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash allfantasy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sickler, time for your uh, second and third picks, as it is a serpentine draft. All right, man. I grew up as a kid, unfortunately, drinking a lot of soda, so I'm going to go with Dr. Pepper. Yeah, There you oh, go. Yeah. Had, there had you to go. I'm going to go with Dr. Pepper. Now, I wasn't a big Dr. Pepper drinker. I was usually in the Coke family, Coke, Sprite, that sort of stuff. But 
If there was a Dr. Pepper around, and, and I'll say this too as an adult, diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. It's the closest tasting to the real thing of any diet soda out there I've ever ingested. And I, I we also had birch beer. Did you guys ever have a birch beer growing up? No, no. I've seen it. I never had it before. Yeah. It, it got a little more of a bite than root beer. It's like a reddish color like Dr. Pepper. So um, I'm going to give Dr. Pepper because it also, in the soda world, it's its own thing out there. There's Sprite and Slice and all. There's no invitation Dr. Pepper. There's just well, one only. Pib tried to pull up on it, Mr. Pib, yeah, and it's Pib, like, get out of here with get that. Get out of here, bro. It's, Ridiculous. Yeah, That's like it, a horse with three legs. Get the yeah. butt. Oh, <laughs> it is. I used to drink it all the all the time, and it started giving me the scoots. I wish Diet Dr. Pepper gave me diet diarrhea. I'll tell you that. Then maybe I could handle it. But What, did Dr. Pepper give you this shit? Yeah. I figured it out when I was probably 15. <laughs> and what then I kept going for like 17 <laughs> I don't know, but nothing else. But it would do it that and bake lays. They just immediately. It's I like re- somebody <laughs> bake lays out of Olestra, Olestra in them. They give you anal discharge too. Well, yeah, yeah I used to dump Olestra in my Dr. Pepper. You guys didn't do that. <laughs> it bite. It get that gets that birch beer bite when you. You do called that. it a code red, right? It was like someone <laughs> in the doctor code blue, code blue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of public restrooms in South Dakota, so I was all well, good. But connected to that, it giving you the scoots thing. I remember back in the day, people used to say, you know, it's like a prune flavored soda. Yeah, like that was supposed to scare me off of it, but that just made me love it more for being unique. Yeah, it's unique for sure. I yeah. still love it. I, I mean, I'll still handle it, but you know, you just don't leave that. It's house. like ice cream. I kind of it's like I gotta be. I got to be home. Yeah. So it's a Texas original, Waco, Texas. That sounds that right? right. Yeah. How about it? Was there a what Dr. Is it, Pepper? 20, 23 flavors or something weird? What is it? 23 flavors. Yeah. 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 David there, Koresh just pounded Dr. Pepper. They speculate that there may have been a Dr. Pepper, a, a Charles T. Pepper of rural <laughs> retreat, Virginia, who we named the Chucky soda Pepper? after. Maybe. <laughs> oh, Chucky, <laughs> Chucky Pepper. <laughs> Chucky Peps in rural retreat, dude. <laughs> Chucky, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, hell yeah. All right. I'm torn on my next two because there's a bit of an obvious one here, but also then there's one, another one, a TV doctor. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to give it the TV doctor, Doogie House. Oh, Yo, man. absolutely. Come on. I'm about to go with the child doc. NPH. Love yep. that guy. Love that now, guy. Here's the thing. Him and his computer journal. I was working one day as a PA in LA. Um, <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> and I'm driving right by Universal Studios. And I'm with a writer producer that I'm taking to another facility. But she knew I did comedy. She was totally cool with me. She knew my sense of humor. And we pull up next of all people, Neil Patrick Harris. And I'm like, oh my God, it's fucking Doogie Hauser over there. And I roll the window down. I'm like, Doogie. And he looks up and I'm like, I think I got this thing on my nuts. Would you take a look at it? <laughs> <laughs> he drove off. He drove the fuck off. Uh, I love it. I'm going to give it to Neil Patrick Harris on Dr. Doogie House. <laughs> Child doctor, bro. Child doctor. Yeah, the last sentence journal. He didn't laugh. He didn't give me the finger. He didn't say, go fuck yourself. He just drove <laughs> No, sold you completely. <laughs> I think I think that's breaking the Hippocratic oath right there, man. You it might, be. It might be. Yeah, he's got to help. I loved that show. Yeah, Dude, it was I loved, so. I loved icy. the song. I loved his friend. Who was his friend? Vinny. Oh, what was his friend's name? The neighbor. He's the kid that's in Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. That show. I remember that episode where. Do you remember he lost? He was going to lose his virginity, and he bought like a box of condoms. He, he stole a box of condoms from the hospital. And I remember even as a kid thinking, like, that's too many condoms. It's going to fall off if he does it all those times. <laughs> Vinny Del Pino is your boy. Yeah, yeah, he was great. He was yeah. great. He couldn't have got a Jimmy from Vinny Del Pino. He didn't. He didn't have a few sitting around. Vinny Del Pino does well, not wear I mean, a Jimmy, dude. They were, also, they were like twelve. Yeah, that's, that's the other part. He just has sex and sprays a little cologne on it, and he's like, "It's good." Only went four seasons, but I guess at that point, you know, MPH is getting a little older. They yeah. reran the shit out of it, yeah. though. Yeah, because I don't think I watched it live. I was too little. Those shows would go four seasons, but back then that was like 160 episodes. You know? That's right. Right. Yeah. 
and they felt like, yeah, you look at that, just some of those shows, two seasons, you're like, I thought that was on for a decade. Because yeah. like when you're a kid, it just seems like it. Anyway. Gilligan's Island is the wildest one. That was like two seasons. And no. Then really? Re- yes. And then no, we ran forever. Yeah, two seasons. Dude, I thought that was on for 20 years. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it was in syndication, but it was only on, they only produced two seasons How of Gilligan's Island. How many episodes Island. in the two seasons? Uh, let me look. It was a lot. Probably full, like, 24 season episodes, right? Like, I'm sure they were getting picked I, up. I but. just watched, I just rewatched all the Sopranos. And even the final season is 21, 22 episodes. And I'm like, these right. yeah. shows now are eight, nine tops. Like, what? Gilligan's Island ran for two. How many? Pardon me. Three seasons. Three seasons. Still, Not bad. Still. Yeah. Still. It, but they did Damn. 36, 32, and 30 episode orders. Oh, that's Wild. fuck, dude. Yeah. That's not even a hundred episodes. No, that's ain't. Wow, syndication for right ever. Um, yeah, that Gilligan's was one of those. I was like, it was on for fi- it was basically a soap opera. Is what I assumed. But yeah. No. Uh, Doogie Howser, David, time for your third pick. Uh, this one is another one near and dear to my heart. Like I said, I I skipped most of fifth grade, and I was afraid of truant oh, yeah. officers, so I would stay inside. Until like two o'clock when then I'd start coming outside. Uh, but uh, and this was when the TV sh- channel PAX was going on. I don't even know if you guys remember PAX. So I'm taking Dr. Michaela Quinn, medicine woman. Yeah, Jane Seymour. Got about her. Come yep. on, Boston <laughs> bred, moved to the Colorado territories for medicine, had a wolf dog. Great. Great time. <laughs> Jane Seymour in, just looking beautiful, looking like a Ralph Lauren ad. Just a, what a just babe. A, oh, what a such babe. Such a babe. Dude, all yeah. the way into Wedding Crashers. I mean, it's it's shocking. Right, she is in Wedding Crashers, yeah. Her, yeah. Uh, and then her that guy Sully, who was like a Dances with Wolves situation where he wasn't Native American, but he had a lot of beads. Yeah. But I think it was like a white guy. <laughs> he was in... But it was the 90s, you know, and it was a Colorado show. Yeah, I just watched yeah. a shitload of it. Lot of fringe leather in that show, too. Oh, oh come yeah. on. She dressed like a fucking Taos housewife. Yeah, she did. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, everyone, like every rich lady in Austin dresses like Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman today. Yeah, also in Phoenix where we just were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah, exactly. There were tassels everywhere in Phoenix. When we were in Scottsdale, it was Tassel City. No, it's a, if there's turquoise, fringe tassel is not far behind. No, you can, even if he, that's it's, it's like finding tracks. Yeah. <laughs> a white woman crashed here. <laughs> you taste the dirt. Uh, yeah, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, man. That's a great pick. Yeah, I watched, nice. yeah. <laughs> uh, time for my third pick. We were just talking about the Soprano, so I'm going to bounce right back to it. I'm taking Doctor Melfi. Nice, yeah, Doctor Melfi. Nice. Yeah, never seen the. It's a crazy thing. I've never seen it. I feel like you've I'm never moron. seen the Sopranos. I know. You we could just, talk about you it. Could just watch it. I know. Watch it. It's so um, it's daunting. If we need another pandemic, dude, I'd already did Grey's Anatomy. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy. I know, but I did. Shut up. <laughs> like man. 20 oh, seasons or out loud funny. There are so many funny moments in it. I Very funny. You, it's not just a, uh, a like a uh, mob thing. It's so fucking funny. I would say that it is like the, the Sopranos, which won Emmys for drama, is funnier than. And I like the bear, but it's funnier than the bear, which is currently winning Emmys for comedy. Agreed. For sure. For yeah. sure. For Agreed. Sure. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's, it's funny. It, like, dude. It, it seems daunting, but like once you're like three episodes in, you're like, thank God it's there's so much left to go. It is And then you also there's really good characters that come in later and shit too, where you're like, Oh hell yeah, we got a new yeah. one. Good, not just some chump, you know. Yeah, sure, like Joe sure. Pantoliano just shows up. Come on. Like, you know what I mean? Like Going in season crazy. two or three or whatever. Yep. Joey Going Pants. crazy. Going uh, crazy. One of your doctor ladies, Juliana Margulies, shows up on there. Come on. That's right. Yep. Bishemi's on there. It's it's good. Yeah. You're going to love it. And Dr. Melfi's there the whole time. Lorraine Bracco plays this therapist. I won't say too much because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched it yet. But I will <laughs> just encourage five years ago. Everyone to watch it. <laughs> it's just me. You're being cool about this. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, she's throwing heat on she's, here. She's fantastic. You wouldn't think she could, could do a role more iconic than her one in Goodfellas. And then right. you're right. Comes out and does uh does Dr. Melfi. She's just great, man. She's beautiful. She's in, she's brilliant. She like challenges him. She's like the true counterpoint to Tony Soprano in the show. Is she a foil? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say she's the foil, yeah. It's 
the show doesn't work without her. She's fantastic. Sean, time for your third pick, not plucked from the Sopranos universe. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to, uh, I could get this later, but I just want to talk about it. It's, if you remember that Will Ferrell sketch from SNL where it's, it's Molly Shannon, Chris Parnell, Will Ferrell's playing a doctor. Do you remember, does anyone know what sketch we're talking about? Mm-hmm. They lose Chris Parnell's baby. Like he misplaces the baby. Anyway, so Tim Meadows comes in and Will Ferrell's like, we have this expert here to talk about it. And Tim Meadows comes in and he goes, hi, I'm Dr. Stephen Poop. And then he he goes, (laughs) I can't do it. He goes, I don't know anything about your kid, but I can do the robot. And then he does it. And he's like, that'll be $5,000. And he leaves. I call that guy too. Dude, it's my favorite. I cannot say it without laughing. He just comes in and he keeps a straight face. And it will, it's always because I'm like, I just don't know how you said I'm Dr. Stephen Poop. And you didn't. Oh, blows my mind. But anyway, it's, it's, I love it so much. Dr. Poop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah dude i'm out to watch on youtube i've never seen that oh my god it's it goes on a little too long as the sketch is kind of used to but uh peak will ferrell you can tell it's where anchorman like he was brewing up anchorman shit um yeah. but anyway yeah it's tim meadows dr Stephen poop and um yeah watch it if you haven't seen it fantastic a morsel oh, yeah. and your fourth pick uh, i'm gonna go i'm going into well I think I can get that one last. I'm gonna go into Scrubs. <laughs> okay. I I gotta do it. Going into Scrubs, and I'm doing John C. McGinley's character, Doctor Perry Cox. Uh, if you haven't seen Scrubs, it's like people are torn completely. Some if you don't like it, you hate it. I get it. I'm not here to cape for Scrubs. John C. McGinley is one of the cape best for actors. It. You love it. I do love yeah. it, but I mean, I'm not. But I'm talking about John C. McGinley. He's one of the best actors in everything he's in. And yeah. uh, Scrubs. One of the reasons I like it so much is because Bill Lawrence, his roommate in college is who Zach Braff's character is based on. So all the stories are true. And his old roommate, he's like, you, just, you can use my life for free. You just can't make us look bad. You have to make doctors look good. You have to actually tell the, what we really do. And I feel like Dr. Cox in that show is like a shining example of a dickhead, but deep down, like an amazing person, wants to help, wants to heal, but also very tormented, crazy alcoholic, hates himself, narcissist, all those things. But he's just, he's so good. It's, he's so good at emotions. I don't know. Just John C. McGinley in general. But, yeah, um, Dr. Cox. I need, I'm at the point now where I think I need to run that back. Scrum. I mean, you, hate, like, you hated it the most. I, <laughs> I think Funch has hated it the most. Well, that's because he's got Bill Beef. But, uh, but he was on a show. Well, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, what, who knows? But you'd walk no, into the crib and change it. He hated it. He hated it and then started working with Bill Lawrence. Okay. And then I think, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's good. It's wacky if you don't want to, if you don't like the slapsticky stuff, but it get, there's enough serious stuff in there to make it great. I saw Zach Braff at the airport. Yeah. Dr. Perry Cox. Dr. Right. Perry Cox, playboy. Time for my fourth pick. And, oh, man. Okay. I'm going to go back to the cartoon world, and I'm taking uh, Dr. Zoidberg from the TV show Futurama. Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Forgot about that. Like an old. Catskills comedian character who also has an octopus head. <laughs> Dr. Zoidberg is fantastic. He's one of the more Jewish-coded cartoons that we've had out there. And not just, just like, again, like crazy, like Catskills level. Uh, just hilarious. Why not Zoidberg? I love yeah. that dude. I love Futurama. Makes me laugh every single time I watch it. Yeah, He's I fantastic. feel you, man. It's, uh, where is it at in your cartoons? Futurama? Yeah. God, we might have to draft that so I can figure that out. <laughs> it's definitely after it's definitely after The Simpsons, but it's up there though. It's good, man. It's up there. It's top five for me for sure. Yeah, it's fantastic. Also, happy anniversary to Family Guy, a show that I think is be, like is a little bit of a punchline amongst cooler people. But then you think back and you're like, no, that show fucking is funny, man. I watch them all. Okay, still. how yeah. long has Family Guy been on the air now? Three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> But for real, whatever that number is, Gilligan's Island feels like double that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, I think Family Guy is pushing like 20. I think this is the 25th anniversary. 25, right? Sopranos, too. Yeah. Rips and long, like long episodes, like, or seasons, like 22 eps and shit. The Simpsons have been on for 153 seasons at this point. Yeah. (laughs) They just won another Emmy, man. It's fucking crazy. They got Lifetime Achievement Award. No. 
Like a, I was kidding. That was a weak oh. attempt at like it's a long show. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that too. Weak. But like, no, like a good job. You made the best show this year. Isaac, cut that out and put a good joke there. That'd be tight. Thank you. <laughs> but a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Something from Chris Rock. Uh, so Dr. Zoidberg. David, yep. time for your fourth pick. Uh, I mean, I do a joke where she's the punchline. I got a refer- reference her from Days of Our Lives. I'm taking Dr. Marlena Evans, man. Oh, yeah. If you guys weren't, you had to be a so you had to have parents who watch soap operas or whatever. Her shit was crazy. She got possessed by the devil. She was locked on the island for some time. She's her kid Sammy Brady is crazy with Roman Brady. She was with John Black. Just a lot of covered a lot of ground. Still on the show. Still doing it. Same actress since like. 76 or some shit. Oh, she has what the uh, Gen Z kids would call a cunty little haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just using terms you've heard on TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about some episode game? Those shows are at like 15 racks. That shit's crazy. It's like 15,000 oh, yeah. episodes. Oh, every day. They produce them like the news, man. Every day, yeah. You want, so when I was a kid, we watched Knott's Landing. That was what my mom made me watch. And well, that was are you like. kidding me? No, we watch it every that single night. night. Hold on one second. Keep going. <laughs> we were, <laughs> I'll just really quick say, we were on the same lot as I think Days of Our Lives and one other one. And you could go down and watch them work. And they're just like a factory, dude. They're like really? banging out episodes. Did you ever yeah. watch any of them? We watched Days of Our Lives and All My Children. And it was like, it's just, if you're following them, you understand. It's crazy. Like yeah. one it's take. so fucking, and just the, I mean, the plot lines. Because they have to keep going over years yeah. and years and years. You know what I mean? So right. people get kidnapped. People aren't. Hey. <laughs> Do you want to talk about who I had a crush on when I was a kid? <laughs> Sickler is holding up a sequined pillow. Of One of those disappearing knots not land. land. <laughs> Dude, they, I used to think Donna you didn't Mills, get more attractive. Yeah. Joan Van Ark. Hey, I forget. Michelle, maybe something or other. Dude, this show. Can't believe you touched on this, no pun intended. We used but it, to sit. We used to sit. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's the reason I learned how to program a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> I would go back later and just jerk fest the goddamn North Landing. Oh, oh yeah. God. Nicholas Sheridan was on there. Oh, dude. Younger. I mean, there was that, that lineup was stupid. But it was. It was nighttime. So it was nighttime. Talent. That's why we could watch it. North Landing and Falcon Crest and all these shows. You don't see nighttime soaps really anymore. Yep. That's the only reason because my mom, whatever, it would be the time when we'd be hanging out. And I was so young. She'd be like, you don't care what we're, we're just going to watch Knott's Landing. And it was one of those where I was young enough, but I was like, I like sex, whatever that's, whatever sexually is. I like this same thing. And yeah. I said it before with Tina Turner and the what's love got to do with a video where I was so young, but I'm like, this is what I'm into. I know that. So yeah, yeah Knott's Landing informed some stuff. The David, when you do the Dr. Marlena Shaw joke, it's so funny the way <laughs> yeah. the audience laughs because it's like it's as loud as when you do a joke that kills the whole room, but it's coming from 15 people. It's, the, it's, 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 it's my it's like I, I think that joke is really good, but that yeah. part specifically is like that's where it's for the real heads because people, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, people yeah, go yeah. crazy as soon as as soon as I say it, people go ape shit, be like who stand up, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, one of those, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a fun one. Excellent pick. Sickler, time for your fourth pick, and then we'll do a lightning round for the final ones. All right, I'm going to go with one that no one has said, and I think it's just necessary, especially these days. Well, I'm going to go with Dr. Love. Malachi Love? Wait. No, just Dr. Love, you know? You oh, from a song. Okay. <laughs> song, but anything. Right, I got you. People say you, gotta, you, yeah. need, a little, you need to call Dr. Love, man. Get his or her ass over here. <laughs> I like take all wide that pick. I'm over. You got my gears turning over here. Yeah, like <laughs> wide open. <laughs> yeah. The one Kiss was singing about, kind of the way that like uh, Jews, Muslims, and Christians all believe in the same God, kind of thing. Yeah. It's like Doctor Love can be anybody. It doesn't matter who's talking about. That's it. who we should all be. Uh, yeah, following Doctor Love <laughs> would be nice. Doctor Love's just kind of a presence, sort yeah. of an entity. Uh, yes, went to pr- went to Purdue though. Is. Yeah, but Jay went to Purdue. Still's a boilermaker. Also, by the way. Um, fantastic. Ally, ally. And Sickler, your final quote or your final uh, pick. Well, I wasn't sure if Doc Holliday was a real doctor, so I went with Dr. <laughs> Jekyll. 
Oh, yeah. Doc Holliday was a dentist, and I don't think a dentist... Was he a doctor? Yes. Listen, de- he was? Okay, doctor. all right. He was a dentist. Yes. I'm glad somebody doctors. brought him up, though. I bring up Tombstone every chance I get. It's the best movie ever made, so Doc anyway. Holliday, you yeah. picked Dr. Jekyll, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dr. Jekyll, dude, a man who could not control his, uh, his darker side. Yeah. Mr. Hyde. Uh, David, time for your final pick. Lightning Rams time. Okay, I'm going from uh, 30 Rock. I'm taking Dr. Leo Spichemin. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Fantastic Just That's so many good, good doctor name. Qu- quote after quote after quote. Try to give people animal blood. Great. Dr. Leo Spichemin. Uh, I'm going to go back to the book universe, although movies and TV as well. Uh, I've been reading Sherlock Holmes books a bunch recently. They're fantastic. Just nice little, like, Tuck yourself into bed with one of those. I'm taking Dr. Watson, his faithful assistant. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Sean, your final pick. Speaking of the literary world, you probably didn't think I was going to go to the literary world as I don't really read a lot. But And this doctor wasn't mentioned in the book, but I'm sure he had a heavy presence in the book. But I read Motley Crue's The Dirt uh, once upon a time. And Dr. Feelgood is is got to be. <laughs> I think they probably omitted everything he did in the book because it wasn't legal legal. But yeah. He helped, or, or they, he it, helped. you know, they don't really say, they don't really gender Dr. Feelgood, so. No. Well, yeah. you couldn't. You couldn't. Yeah, but I mean, Mick needed medication every single day, so who do you think was giving it Mick to him, Dr. Feelgood? real doctors uh, on several occasions. <laughs> I think he probably I got Dr. Feelgood a lot. I saw him in like 2002 at the forum, and he looked like he was going to die then. I can't believe he lasted all this time. It's wild, man. His knees were bowed in, like it was looked painful. Yeah. He was in pain every second of the day, and he had like a degenerative spinal disease. I mean, yeah. And the rest, be wild to be surrounded by the rest of them, just going absolutely batshit. And you're like, can we just, can we just chill for a minute? He also just died from like cocaine one night, and they brought him back, right? Like, he, so in addition to his regular shit, he had the uh, the Motley Crue no, disease was Dickie as well. Sick, I think that Dickie was Dickie Dickie. Oh, was that Dickie Six? Oh, okay, he, he died from heroin, but they brought the him hospital. back. They brought they him did back. Bring it back. Then they found oh. him passed out half in his bathroom, half out his bathroom with leather pants on, needle in his arm, two days after he left the hospital. And Thank you're like, almighty. man, we really, this is why I went to school? Yeah. <laughs> I just saw a Dr. Feelgood video with Vince Neal currently, and he's just mumbling. He's like, it's, <laughs> I couldn't even, I thought it was a joke. I thought someone was doing lip reading, and then I was like, oh my God, this is real. When he's all out of breath, and he's just, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah, he does. Feel good. And they put subtitles. It's like bad lip reading where you're like, oh man, what a rough yeah. shake. But, you know, you know, I don't I don't know if they were thinking about the future too much. Well, listen, he's were- not Dr. Feelbad, so let's focus on the 80s here. Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> yeah, I didn't draft Dr. Feelbad. Uh, excellent final pick. Isaac, super producer Isaac, do you have a pick of your own for a fictional doctor? I sure do. Dr. House MD. Oh, yes. I purposely didn't go with House because I thought everybody would have House. Based on Sherlock Holmes, I probably watched more mm-hmm. of that TV show more than any other TV show in the world because I watched it with my mom growing up. Uh, he's great. He's cynical. He's he has a he has an addiction to the pills, and uh, he's he knows how to he you knows gotta how to know diagnose the products. Things. I mean, yeah. yeah, you don't trust a drug dealer that doesn't do the drugs, right? You gotta <laughs> that what. No, that's yeah. not how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, excellent pick, Isaac. To recap, Ryan Sickler, uh, you took Dr. Rosenpenis from Fletch, Dr. Pepper, Doogie Howser, MD, Dr. Love, and Dr. Jekyll. David, you went second. You took Hawkeye from MASH, Doc Brown, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, Dr. Marlena Evans, and Dr. Leo Spichemin. I went third. I took Dr. Nick, Dr. Frankenstein, Dr. Melfi, Dr. Zoidberg, and Dr. Watson. Sean, you went last. You took Dr. Meredith Gray. Yeah. Dr. Evil, Dr. Stephen Poop, Dr. <laughs> Perry Cox, and Dr. Feelgood. We left some good doctors on the board. Every oh. time. It is yeah, all Watch the sketch. Hannibal yeah. Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Moonlight Graham. Uh, so I was trying to find, so you know in 40-year-old, or in um, Anchorman, he says Dr. Kenneth Noisewater. I'm the yeah. one who's always been screaming. Those are people he grew up with. I looked last night and I couldn't find any information. So if anybody listening could find like an article or something saying those are actually Paul Rudd's friends, because oh. I wanted to pick that if it's a fictional doctor. One of my testicles, Dr. Kenneth Noisewater would have been dank, but I think it's a real person. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 
I heard that from you. So you're my source. Yeah, I'm so out we got to get deeper than lies. that. I know. I know. Dr. Uh, Katz. What about Dr. Katz? Oh, yeah, Dr. Katz. Well, that's another yeah. long-running yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, hell. Well, hell. That was a lot of fun. And we want to hear your suggestions, uh, our wonderful listeners. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone on the AFE Patreon, where you can get bonus episodes, auction drafts, live episodes, mailbags, exclusive video content, and all sorts of other wonderful things. You can vote on topics like you did today for this one, uh, yep. Fictional Doctors. Yep. Shout out to Super Producer Isaac on the ones and twos. Shout out to St. Sue Carmel. Shout out to Frankie Ocean. Shout out to Sid the Dude. Shout out to Haji Beats. And more important than all of that, tune in again next week to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shaklackity! That was a HeadGum Podcast.